Hello, everyone, and welcome to Revolution Meet Your Congregation. It is Caleb and myself here, and we're interviewing our friend Rob Derrick. Is it Dietrich? Dietrich. 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 Rob Dietrich. Yes. The dyslexia strikes again. Um, I have it, too. So, uh, well, Rob, where, where, where are we talking to you from? Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, nice. Oklahoma. The Bible Belt. Yeah. yeah. Your parents probably spent a lot of time here over I, the years. I'm sure they did. Um, we've done some Loose in the Bible Belt tours there <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I remember I didn't make it, but you were at our Equality Center here. Yeah, yeah. The Gay and Lesbian Center, Toby Jenkins. Done a lot of, a lot of crazy work over the years. Um, yes. So you uh, are an online listener and listen to the to to the services regularly, and also a very good Instagram friend. Thank you. When did you start listening, Rob? I've been following Jay for years. Um, I'm, I've got to think. Okay, I'm old. Um, <laughs> probably. Back when you, I mean, I have followed you, Jay, and your family, but you in particular, after you came out as pro-gay marriage, I was shocked in your theology. I have followed you for years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Time flies. It's, yeah, it's been a while. Being gay and uh, universalist, um, charismatic, um, your story has always impressed me from what you came from to where you are. Oh, thank you. And uh, you also attend um, a good friend of mine's church. I attend two churches here. I attend All Souls Unitarian and I attend a church called House Church Tulsa. It's it's an inclusive uh, Bonnie and Tamara LeBeck um, are the pastor and her wife. Um, we're a mixed congregation. A lot of us are universalists, um, but the Holy Ghost moves. Hmm, and we're inclusive. Is that a denomination, Rob, or is that just like a... No, we're um, independent oh, cool. um, by ourselves. Tamara, the pastor's wife, used to be associate at All Souls. She's still a UU pastor, just not at the UU church. Right, right. Okay, right. cool. So you get a lot of church. You go to two different churches, and you listen to Revolution Church <laughs> online as well. So you're, you're getting your fill. Yes. Um, your message Sunday was great, Jay. Oh, thank you. Um, the care packages from airplanes. What a concept. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, this uh, situation in our country is very odd, huh? Yeah, it really is. It's a strange time, and... Mm-hmm. It's hard to not talk about it all the time. And feel, yeah, yeah. It feels very divided, and uh-huh. I'm hoping we Absolutely. can learn to be less divided. I, as a as a believer in the Christ principle, I don't even know if Christ, if the Jesus they talk about, ever walked this earth. But the principle of the teachings, um, I don't know where the church has lost it. Hmm. That's a good way to put it, Rob. The Christ principle. I like that that phrase. Um, yeah, it's you know, it's it's it feels like we've forgotten how to love our enemies and how to have discourse and uh, sit down and have discussions and mm-hmm. be a body. Yeah. You know, 
and uh, definitely feels like a kingdom divided, unfortunately. But uh, I think we're hopefully doing work that's trying to get people together and mm-hmm. maybe even get a little uncomfortable and, and, and push, push, push some boundaries. Can I ask you something, Jay? Sure. I believe that when Jesus, if this man, Jesus, actually said this stuff, because I know the Bible was written by men years after Christ supposedly died, but I believe Jesus wasn't talking in a pretense to everything about heaven, heaven and hell, because I don't believe there is a hell. Right. Um, I think Jesus was talking about the here now. We have the ability to lead his kingdom here. Yes. I don't think he was even thinking about the future. Do you see that at all? No, I can definitely see that. You know, I think um, my friend Pete Rollins, as I often quote, says, you know, do you believe, when asked people, do you believe in life after death? And he always says, well, I believe in life before death. Yes. You know, and I believe we need to live a life that's uh, worth living and help other people live a life that's worth living and help mm-hmm. set them free from bondage or prison or their own their own <clears throat> demons, you know, yeah. trying to help people live a better life totally. yeah. here on earth. And I think mm-hmm. the kingdom is is fulfilled on earth. I mean, it mm-hmm. said that the kingdom of God is on is in heaven as it is on earth. So, that's right. you know, that's. To me, you know, if you want to hold on to heaven, great. But still remember, mm-hmm. it's here on earth, too. Yeah. And uh, and the kingdom of God is not a real kingdom. It's not a, it's not a castle. It's a consciousness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's how we live. And the disciples the thought that it was a literal kingdom, which is kind of ironic. The people closest to Christ thought it was going to be a literal political physically established kingdom and and that's kind of an ironic turn i think but do you ever wonder if john the revelator and revelations i i just wonder what kind of drugs he had been on (laughs) to see horses with nine or whatever golden streets and all that you know that's a beautiful picture but come on people get real I mean, does God really going to waste his money in putting gold streets in heaven that you're going to walk on? Right. Yeah, I think uh, people have taken Revelations a little too literal. I, I've always felt that it was a book for the condemned, which is means that it was written in code. So if it was a letter that was found, it was talking about the times that were happening at the time. Absolutely, it, you know, because he- he says it in the first chapter. I am writing these things to the Church of Asia Minor. Yep. Mm. Okay, go on. I'm no, sorry. so no, so. Um, what draws you to revolution? What what gets you listening to revolution? What what uh what 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 brings you back? The inclusive message, the guts you have, Jay. Hmm. Of what you've gone through, your struggle. Um, I struggle with mental illness, and I know you have said you do. I do, yes. I've struggled with a lot of rejection in my life. Um, I have bipolar and borderline personality disorder, and um, I've been totally rejected by the church many times. Mm. I've been through... um, multiple ex-gay ministries 
to try to be who the church wanted me to be. And I didn't grow up in a charismatic, evangelical, Jesus freak family. I grew up in a uh, Methodist, un, not super religious Methodist home. And then my dad got sober in AA when I was 16. Yeah. So, um, but, um, I found Jesus, I guess, an experience with God in the last year of high school. And then I got involved in the charismatic churches because I didn't want to be gay. And they always would send me someplace to get fixed. Oh, man. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry, Rob. Yeah. That, that's oh, it's making okay, me tear you know? up right now, dude. Like, that is so hard. It is who's oh. made me the man of God I am today, though. You know, yeah. um the pain we go through makes us who we are so we can touch the world with the message. And I believe this message of universalism and inclusion is the the great awakening that's going to happen. I really do. I know it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is amazing. I, I think for a lot of people, maybe who are listening right now, who are going through pain and, and struggles, it's really hard to realize that you can come out the other end, a different, stronger person. Mm. And a new human being, you know, and, and, yes. and that's what's happened to me just in the past few months. I went through a really rough year. Yeah. And I'm sorry about your you divorce, know, Jay. I well, wanted to tell you I thank you. It was been praying for you and your ex-wife not to get back together because <laughs> I've heard you say that would not be a nice event. No, but um, it's got to be hard. Yeah, it's it's it it, it it was it was heartbreaking and a huge struggle and emotionally, you know, all my depression decided to manifest mm. at that time. It was kind of the perfect storm. Yeah. But coming out of it now, you know, I'm able to realize that I don't have to apologize for everything. You know, no. I can be my own person. Um, able to really return back to my DIY punk rock ethics. And, um, and and live my life and live a life that's really worth living. Um, and I hope that people are listening hear you and everything that you've been through and hear me. And I know Caleb has been through a lot of shit, too, you know, and realize that you can make it. You know, mm-hmm. we're struggling still. I mean, you know, Caleb's what? Working two jobs, mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet, doesn't have a car. We want to hire him, but <laughs> we need more money if any millionaires are listening. Do you work besides pastoring, Jay? <laughs> right now, I'm I'm I'm, I'm able to be full time. Um, I was trying to get a job, but I didn't get it. So, <laughs> um, but right now, I'm I'm able to you know do that. But it, with the help from people like Caleb and our friend Josh, mm-hmm. who's helped put together our website and doing these meet graphic the congregations design. and graphic, you know, really just jumping. F- and my new, th- you know, really studying theology and spending time in, in, in books and in, in the Bible and just jumping feet first. So that's kind of been my new revelation. Mine, is, um, just I don't know when he moved out of um, Minnesota, but you and he were in some uh, seminary classes together. Yeah. Up there. Nathan yeah. Black. Do you know Nathan? Yep. Yes, I do. Yeah, I've known Nathan for years. Uh, he's from Tulsa, you know. Yeah, we had some really amazing classes, really mind-blowing classes. What, what seminary was that? That was um, Union Seminary here in, what? in Minneapolis. And it's, I think it's non-denominational. I don't know, it's super liberal. It's it super liberal. Yeah. It was even more liberal. Yeah, than, because he's an MCC pastor. Yeah, it was more liberal than me. 
in a lot of ways, which was really funny. But because <laughs> I'm pretty liberal, but when you have yep. so many theologies being represented, you know, it's it's really was amazing to see. You know, you hear people who say, "Well, I just read the Bible and I just believe the Bible," and I'm like, "Well, so did all these theologians who have all these different ideas." Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I was just taking theology courses because the, the school just said, "Hey, do you want to take classes?" And I was like, "Great!" You know, I wasn't getting any. You know, I'm not getting a doctorate or anything like that. I was just trying to learn more and and find out more about theology. And I'm I was always a big uh, Luther fan and took a Luther class. And I also got to take a big cool. Paul Tillich class, which was really yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, doing systematics theology volume one was just mind-boggling i just started college this summer i don't know why but (laughs) and my degree is going to it's community college is going to be religious studies um i'll be interested to see how right-wing uh theologically community college bible um bible world religions are going to be in tulsa you know (laughs) yeah it's a challenge but you know you know where you stand and you're able to look at it and and just look at these are these are people wrestling with these questions. That's how I saw it. Is just different people wrestling with questions. And one of the things that helped me with, especially with Tillich, was researching his life a little bit. Mm. Who is that? With Paul Tillich, researching his I life. I don't know who that is. I'm he, sorry. He's one of the 20th century's greatest theologians. Okay. And um, he, you know, was from Germany. Was kicked out by Hitler. And, um, oh. you know, but was a part of World War One. was a medic and helped people, you know, and you could kind of see how his theology was built mm. from all the horror mm-hmm. he had seen. Mm-hmm. And so you see people's experience and how they put that to their theology, mm-hmm. which is really a beautiful thing, because I think mm. we um, downplay experience yeah, in the true. church and we go like, no, we just listen to the Bible. If yeah, it's not right. in the Bible, it's not yeah. true. And like, no, life experience yeah is a huge part of it. I mean, yeah. that's what Paul was sharing from, his life experience. That's uh, what they you, all You know, were. Jesus was. Yeah. All of them were, were sharing from what they had experienced yeah. in their human life and, and doing their their theology, which is trying to understand God to the best of their abilities. Uh-huh. I think it can be equally dangerous to disregard the, the then-current social references when the Bible was written as it can be yeah. to disregard the now current social references that we have given history and given the context that we're reading, you know, these things and, and trying to process concepts, you know, I guess big capital letter concepts like love and grace and things like that. It can be it can be foolish yeah. and even harmful to, to not consider where you are coming where you are coming from when you consider those things. Absolutely. I um Jay, I loved your mom. I want you to know that. Oh, she thank was, you. She was wonderful. I used to, when I started drag, I idolized her <laughs> as a, no offense, and I don't no, think your taken. mom would, be, would have loved that coming, later in her life, maybe, you know. Yeah. I don't get how the part of the church is supporting what this Washington man is. I, this just blows my mind. Yeah. And I don't know it's really tough to understand, you know, when we have children in cages and, and not having proper care and people with yeah. machine guns on the streets. And, yeah, you know, it, um, we it's have a, a, a faith that was founded on nonviolence. 
Maybe. Yeah, and it's it's very sad. It's when did you, Jay? The how did you turn from what you were raised? Do you mind me asking? Um, I think it was the experience of my dad going through prison, and I just I kind of realized that it was a lot of the right ring conservatives who I mean a lot of liberals too were against my parents. But it was I saw the, a lot of the Assemblies of God folks reject my parents, preach against my parents, mm. turn on them really quick, and I just said something's missing here, something's wrong here. And so, I know when your dad got out, Carlton was the Carlton has told me told the story that he was the first preacher to have your dad come back and preach. Yep, that's true. At Azusa. Yep, that's true. That was a, an amazing experience. I, I I wasn't able to be there, but I saw the the video and it was it was quite, you know, impactful and Carlton who, who we both know, Carlton Pearson, is quite a phenomenal man uh as well. Yeah, and it's uh he didn't do anything. The funny part of it is he didn't do anything wrong. You know, he didn't he didn't break any laws. He just had a revelation that makes so much more sense about grace that, you know, um, that I just don't get where the hatred came from, from these people. Yeah. You know, Carlton really went through it. But when you start questioning big theology things like him, question, you know, saying, I don't believe there's a hell, people lose their minds. You know, and and because people like certainty, we have an addiction to certainty, mm-hmm. and that's often an issue mm-hmm. is uh, the addiction to certainty. But one of the things I think is interesting is is just people able to see the diversity of the online congregation of people who do attend church like yourself and yeah. listen online. Mm-hmm. Some people who just listen, who just listen yeah. online. Yeah. Um, it's about half and half know, as far as these interviews. Yeah. yeah. Also seeing people who. Um, have their own struggles, you know, people who are going, who, who have mental health issues. It's not just me. <laughs> nice to know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we have folks with mental health issues. You know, we're all coming together in this diverse group, and it's just been great to see this online community grow and see the diversity mm-hmm. that is represented. I mean, we interviewed and someone recently. Alone, and we're not alone in these, these beliefs yeah. that a lot of... Um, the louder voices say that we progressives, there's nobody else believing yeah. this. Well, we've you know, also had conservative listeners. We had an mm-hmm. interview a listener yesterday who was quite conservative but still decides to listen. So it's interesting to see what what what's happening with this little pot, mm-hmm. you know, this little online church community. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds great. One of the things we like to ask when we close is, um, what is it? We what ask? do you want to see more of? What, what can we do? What, would, what are we yeah. doing? Okay. What, what are we, we doing? doing well? What? What? Are, what? Yeah. What can we? You know. What would you like to see more of? And um, what? What can we do better? And you know. Or what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. How can we strengthen or improve the online community? Community we have yeah. going right now. Well, I think you're doing everything right. Um, <laughs> Right answer. I don't know you much win. about <laughs> podcasts and stuff. Um, I think you're hitting uh, your messages 
are what people need to hear right now. Yeah. Because the young generation, uh, I'm 51. How old are you, Jay? I'm 43. Oh, you're younger than me. I thought you were a little older than me. No, I'm sorry. Caleb's, what, 22? 30, baby. 30. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. 22. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking but the younger kids don't want to hear this message of hell anymore. It just doesn't make sense. And they don't want, they're tired of a god that in one breath loves them and the next breath is going to send them to hell and hates them. And using Jesus as a fire extinguisher to get to God instead of us truly loving God because he first loved us and created us in his or their whatever pronoun you want to use is image. What are those things? Are those things called mems? Memes. Memes. Yeah. I have a meme, uh, which is like, you know, a little picture, and it's Jesus knocking on the door, that old picture of Jesus knocking on the door. Yeah. And he's like, I'm here to save you. And they're saying, you know, from what? And he's like, what I'm going to do to you if you don't love me. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's the irony of that. That's so many people's theology is, yeah. is you know, I have to either love Jesus or be mm-hmm. put in a torture camp. Right. Which one of the things that Carlton Pearson, before I when I when I stopped believing in hell, was I asked Carlton. I said, "Well, what about Hitler? Because everybody wants Hitler sure, to sure, burn sure. in hell." And he said, "Jay, what you are accusing God of is a million times worse than anything Hitler ever did." He said, "Those people died in ovens. What you're talking about is eternal torment." Eternal conscious torment. Eternal conscious torment. Yeah. Never ending suffering. Mm-hmm. He's like, so you're telling me that God is worse than Hitler. Mm-hmm. They don't get to die and it ends. Yeah. It just goes on. It just goes on forever. And, on ever, and, ever. and so that woke me up. Yeah, I was sitting in the back of a car talk. having that conversation with him. And I was just was like, uh, I thought I had him cornered. And right. he just set me free, really. And then I did went and did a word study on hell and realized there's three different words. And they're used out of context. Ganesh, yeah, southwest the of Jerusalem dump is what it is. Yeah. It was a garbage dump in Jerusalem where they threw dead bodies. Yeah, and so a lot of people don't know that. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand the Bible within its context, or and uh, and unfortunately, I think it's just bad translations. Yeah, because so many people just summed yeah. up or simplified. Let's yeah. just call this hell. It's a let's call this one hell too, and yeah, let's right. call this other one hell as well. You know, I've lived. You know, I can't believe God's going to let me burn in hell for eternity when I've lived that here. Rejection from church. um, I've had probably eight or nine major suicide attempts in my life. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's what it is. Um, But I'm still here. I'm still walking. I um, used to weigh 500 pounds, and I'm down to under 300 congratulations thank you but but, i mean i god has had me on a journey for a reason i was at one point with ywam you know ywam yes youth of the mission yeah yes in south africa and that was i was trying to be straight at that time if you saw me day to day there's no way i was ever trying to be straight (laughs) (laughs) well i think of what you remind me of a something that mike ness 
from Social Distortion says in one of his songs, he's like, there's got to be a heaven because I've already done my time in hell. <laughs> yes. You know, and he also says, you know, we're not, Mike Ness also says, you know, we're not punished for our sins, but by them, you know. Yeah. And um, interesting stuff. But anyway. Um, I struggle with hatred right now for the opposite sides. It's And I don't like that. And I realize they're all going to be go back to wherever we go yeah. after this. I just believe we return to what we came from in the from where we came we're back there to with whoever and whatever that may be. Well, I really hope that we can all in a way take up our cross or die to our flesh and learn to love our enemies. I mean, Christ really talked about that. And I think that's Absolutely. one of the goals of the church is love your enemies and I I'm 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 saddened that I feel like my progressive brothers and sisters my liberal brothers and sisters seem to be missing that mark a bit and uh, seem to be uh, caught up in scapegoating and I hope that we don't make we don't become what we hated I hope we don't become what we saw on the other side Mm -hmm. because that's what the other side had done for so long and so I really hope that we can learn to take the higher road the road less traveled the narrow road if you will which is love and loving those yeah. who don't love us, it's blessing easy, those who persecute it? us. No, it's not easy. It's very difficult. I mean, my, me and my own father struggle to have a relationship because of the politics of today. But we one time on the phone said, I'm your father. You're my son. We're going to love each other. And so do that's, you talk you know, to him often, Jay? Not too often, no. But when we do talk, we try to keep it civil and try to keep it about the grandkids. And even when it does go into politics, it always comes back to love. Mm. And I think that's an important thing. Amen. So that's what I would, I don't know, encourage you to do and, and encourage all the, all, a yeah, lot of our I listeners. Yeah, and I need to, um, um, because I'm, uh, I struggle with those that persecute, but when I speak against them, I'm persecuting them too. Yeah, I mean, if we can find a way to follow the guidance of people like gandhi and martin luther king and and uh maybe help our enemies uh free them from their misinformation mm-hmm. you know and educate well, them do you think if how listen. do you see standing up for what they're doing is wrong versus not can not not <laughs> hating them and loving them but how do you see standing up and saying you know, you're putting babies in cages. Yeah, you're 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 taking food. I deliver for a for a food pantry in Tulsa every week, once a week, and I know what it is to be poor because I'm on disability. And 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 how can you want to take food stamps from people's lives? How yeah. can and that's what I struggle with is how do I love them? But still be able to say, this is not right. This is not okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's what we do is say this this type of theology, mm-hmm. this type of ideas, these ideas are bad. You're not bad. But these ideas don't seem to line up to what the Christ message is. Yeah. Well, Rob, we're out of time. We've got another right, interview well, coming up. I appreciate this. Thank I you hope so you much. and I can stay in touch, Jay. Definitely. Thank you, and I'll be tuning in a lot. 
Well, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. I'll be honest. This is a big honor to get to talk to Jay Baker. You're one of my <laughs> idols. Not idols. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours, Jay, and you mean a lot to me. Well, that that really encourages me and means the world to me. And I Thank hope you. you get to Tulsa sometime and uh, we can get you at House Church to preach, man. That would be great. Because you can cuss at House Church, okay, dude. Okay, well, <laughs> you can cuss. Tell, tell them to go to my Twitter and go. I've got my booking information on Twitter and I'd be glad to come. All right. Well, All take right. care, guys. All right. Thank hey, you. Thank you so much, Rob. Bye bye, Rob. You. Love you guys. Love Bye, you, Bye. Too, buddy. That was a post Christian podcast.